So I feel like most of us, most entrepreneurs would describe themselves as multi-passionate in one way or another, right? We get into business because we're creative and we have all these ideas and um, God has given us this calling and we are just filled with this excitement and enthusiasm. But sometimes those extra ideas are just so distracting and it actually prevents us from being able to accomplish everything that God has for us because we're too busy trying to chase down six paths at once instead of following one path. And so today I have four simple phrases that are going to help you stay like organized in your thoughts and ideas. Um, especially if you are super multi-passionate and you have all these ideas and you know that you want to follow them all, but you don't know, you either don't know how to like blend them together. You don't know what thing you should be focusing on. I want you to use this four phrase system to help you organize your thoughts. It's what I do all of the time. Um, and I find it super, super helpful to help me not get distracted and sidetracked, but help me to just stay focused on the things that are important to be focusing on. So, um, I hope that this system will also help you to keep yourself organized in all of this. So yeah, let's get into it. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. So the first step that you're going to follow actually is you need to do a brain dump. You need to get yourself like a blank sheet of paper, a Word document, whatever, you know, format you want to use. And you need to just put all of your ideas down in one place. I like to use um, a project board inside of MeisterTask. MeisterTask is my like organization um, system that I use. It's really similar to things like Trello and Asana. I find it is just so much better. <laughs> Having used both Trello and Asana, MeisterTask is just perfect. I love it. Um, and what I do is I do a brain dump in there and then organize um, into different categories of ideas. Um, and so these four phrases that I'm about to give you will help you sort through and work out how to categorize because I think that that's the biggest difficulty when you have all these ideas um, and you're trying to figure out how to balance them all, implement them all, do all of the things. Um, you have to be able to categorize them so that you know what things you're supposed to be doing what things you are supposed to not be doing. And also it will help you see and identify how some of these things can be connected. Because that would be the ultimate goal, right? Is that there's got to be a way for you to connect a lot of these ideas together into one cohesive business model. And so being able to map them all out, to categorize, to organize through them is going to help you see where those patterns are, where those like um, similarities are to where you can combine things. So the four phrases that I have, the first phrase is right now. And so as you're looking, you've done your brain dump, you have all these different ideas on your page. 
you're going to go through each idea and ask yourself, is this right now? Because let's be honest, we all get amazing ideas and sometimes it's not something to do right now, right? And so the first phrase that you need to ask yourself is, is this thing right now? The next phrase that I have is not yet. So maybe this is a really fantastic idea, but you look at it and you think about it and you just get that sense that this is something to do, but it's not something to do right now. This is an idea to pursue in the future. You're going to put that in a bucket of not yet. It doesn't mean that you're forgetting about it. It doesn't mean that you're saying no, but it just means I am not focusing on this right now because this is not my priority. This is not what God is calling me to do in this moment. So I'm saying not yet and putting it in a different bucket. The third bucket that you can have here is not sure. Because sometimes it's not immediately obvious if it's something that we should be doing right now or not yet. Or our final category, um, which we'll get to in just a second. And so you can have a category here that just says, I'm not sure. I need to think about this in the future. So you're temporarily setting it aside because you don't know for sure that it's something to do right now. But you need just to spend a little bit more time thinking about it to figure out if this is something God wants you to do in this season or something to do in like the next season or a future season. So you can have a category. It's okay to have a category of, I'm not sure what to do with this idea, because that's where most of our ideas start is actually in this not sure category. This can be like, for example, the one, like the way that I have mine organized is I have a column in my project board for all the ideas. And that's where I put them. As soon as something pops into mind, I think, oh, that would be a great idea. I pop it into this first column. And then I come back at a later time and organize, right? And so this is me going, okay, is this idea something for right now or something for not yet? Or is it something that goes into our fourth category, which is not ever? Because sometimes ideas pop into our heads and we have to let them go because maybe this is not something that God wants you to do. An example of this is I had a I had such a fun idea last year where I was like, oh my goodness, I should teach, um, I should teach like parents how to enjoy reading with their children. You know, I was pregnant, I was getting excited about reading with my baby, and I was just like exploring all these new ways that I could introduce reading um, as like a pregnant mother and then as an as a mother with a small baby I was like oh my goodness I have all these ideas and so I was like I'm gonna start a whole business where I teach people how to make reading fun and <laughs> what a big distraction because that's not my calling that is not at all my calling and I had to say no this idea is not ever this idea is something that is fun but it's not mine and I have to set it aside and it was hard to set it aside. I like started an Instagram account for it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I was like, what am I doing? This is the biggest distraction of my life. This is not something that I should be doing at all. So there are times where you get these great ideas, but you have to recognize it's not for you. And that's okay. And you have to be willing to let that go. Because if God is asking you to let it go, then you have to be obedient to that and you have to let it go. So that's why I enjoy this four um, phrase system, because some things are right now. Some things are going to be not yet. 
Some things you're not sure about and you need a bit of time to figure it out. That's okay. And some things are not ever. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with doing all of these four things, especially the not yet and not ever, because I think those are the hardest categories. Because sometimes, like I have this a lot, like with my my students will talk to me and say, oh, I want to do this thing. I have this great idea. And it's like, that's great. But here's the thing. You're trying to build thing number one. What happens if you start trying to build thing number two is people suddenly don't remember that thing number one exists. You lose all the momentum and the traction that you have. People start to get confused because all of a sudden you're over here doing something else instead of this one thing. And you don't have like the automations and the audience behind what you're doing yet to where you can go do something else. And thing number one will still be its own like thing that just works, right? So you have to focus on one thing at a time. Multitasking is a huge lie. It is impossible to multitask. There is not a single instance, I don't think, I don't believe, where multitasking is ever actually successful. Because instead of doing one thing well and then doing a second thing well, you just do two things half as well and neither of them get done or finished. And it's not like it's a it's such a big lie. We're always told, oh, we women, we can multitask. No, we're just really good at doing a lot of things badly. Like, and then we think that we've been more productive because we've done like six things, but we've we've really not done any of those six things as well as we could have if we just did them one at a time and then just did it once and then we were just done with it, right? So do not let multitasking distract you and don't think that because you're multi-passionate you're good at multitasking like that is not a thing those are two separate things entirely you can be multi multi-passionate and still do things one at a time and still not multitask okay it's like you have to rein in that creative energy and pour it into one thing at a time right like build up your first idea make it successful figure out how it can be automated get it to a place where either you can run ads or your social media content just funnels people into this one thing to the point where it pretty much runs itself and you don't need to do anything to grow it. At that point, then you get to add a second thing because you now have time and energy and resources to focus in on thing number two, right? And you have to also like get in, like get, come to terms with the fact that saying not now to something doesn't mean you're saying no. It's that's why I use the phrase not yet, right? Because you can have multiple ideas that are worthy of pursuing. And sometimes it feels like, oh, we're just focusing on thing number one. That just means I'm never going to do thing number two. And that's not what God wants. He wants me to do thing number two as well. It's like, yes, but maybe it's not yet. Maybe it's not yet. Maybe it's not right now. You know how much time is spent in the Old Testament talking about like Jesus and how he's going to come and do all of these things. And of course, do you imagine those people were impatient hearing about that, right? It's like, oh my goodness, like this sounds awesome. Why can this not happen now? Is this not happening now, 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 now? No, it had to take hundreds of years before it was ready to for that like that part of the story to come to life, right? It's like the same kind of idea, like not quite the same idea, but you get the point. Like there, everything has a time and a season, right? And it has to be that we wait for the right time and the right season to do things. Like God was not saying, no, Jesus isn't going to come to earth just because it's not now. It's like, no, the time's not right yet. He's going to come, but it's later. 
All right. It's the same, the same kind of idea. So you're not saying not ever. That's a different category. You're just saying not right now, not yet. I will come back to this next year. And the other thing on this that I just want to encourage you with, right, is because sometimes we think, oh my goodness, like I'm just going to forget about this idea if I'm not focused on it. Like I'm, if I'm not growing it, it's just not going to happen. First of all, that's you trust your memory. Your memory is better than you think it is. Like it, it, it will come back to you when it's time to focus on it. But also the idea of having like a project board, whether you want to use MeisterTask or Asana or Trello or whatever, the point of having a project board is if more ideas pop into your head. Because like I have a program as an example. I have a program that I would love to develop, I think. I'm still not sure if it if it's in the category of not yet or not sure. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm leaving it in my not yet project for now because it's not something that I want to focus on right now. I have my firm foundation program and that's my priority right now. But I have another program I would love to do in the future um, that's kind of like basic copywriting skills. And obviously I don't focus on that at all right now. It's not my priority. But if I have an idea like, oh my goodness, this would be a great concept to teach. I come over to this project board, I write myself a note and then I move on. And then say the next month something comes along and I think, oh wow, actually it'd be really cool to do a breakdown of like this type of sales funnel. Then I go into my notes and say, oh, make a, like teach a module on this type of sales funnel. And then I move on. So you can still come into this project board and add notes or questions or ideas as they come to you so that you're keeping a record of it, but you're not allowing yourself to get so sidetracked by um, all of these ideas that are not for this season that you actually don't put the foundations in place for the thing you're supposed to be working on right now. Because you have to do things one at a time. It is the only way to see success. Every single entrepreneur in the world that is successful has built an empire one thing at a time. Nobody has built an empire doing 10 things at once. It's just not doable. Elon Musk didn't start with all the different range of cars. Like I spent a lot of time looking at um, Tesla as a company when I was doing my um, MBA. I was just so fascinated by um, Tesla's business model and, and everything. And Elon Musk built Tesla one vehicle at a time. He built a sports car that was very high-end, very luxury, very expensive. And that's what he sold. And once he was happy that he had sold enough of that, he poured the profits into research and development of another sports car. And then once he had done that, then he poured it into like the basic classic Tesla that everybody owns now because it was affordable and it was cheap because he had invested time and resources into the high-end ones first. And then once he had his everyday car, then he added in, I think, the people carrier or the SUV one. And now he's adding in, I think, the truck. I don't know where, where we're at with that. I haven't been paying attention recently. But the point is he added it in one product line at a time, one vehicle at a time. He didn't just start out with six vehicles and be like, okay, here's Tesla. Here's all these different six vehicles because the marketing would have been confusing. People wouldn't know exactly what was going on when it's a newer company. Like they wouldn't know if it was for them. There's high-end models, there's low-end models. So like where do people see themselves interacting with this company? It's not as obvious. And then just from the business perspective, he wouldn't have had the same capacity to do these cars well if they weren't, if he wasn't able to focus on developing them one at a time, right? And now that he's a very, very successful company, 
he can do all of these things all at once because he's got teams and, and people doing all these research and development things all of the time, all over the world. Tons and tons of different factories building everything all at once. It's all this beautiful enterprise, but it started with one vehicle, right? So your business has to do the same. You have to start with one thing. You cannot go from zero to empire in a year. That doesn't happen. But you can go from zero to one successful product in a year, right? And then you can go next year from one successful product to two successful products the next year, right? Like you have to take it incrementally step by step. So I hope these four phrases here helps you develop an organizational system for like keeping track of all these ideas, putting them in the right places so that you can tackle them at the right time. Just to recap, the four phrases that I have to help you with this system are right now, not yet, not sure, and not ever. And I want you to get comfortable putting ideas in all of these categories so that you can stay organized and stay focused on the things that God is calling you to do in this current season. All right, I I pray this blesses you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll see you in the next episode. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.